shot you asked. (laughs) Welcome to We Thought You Asked, a podcast where we chat about life, our pop culture vices, and give lots of unsolicited advice and opinions for free. I'm Tori. And I'm Kelly. And let's hop into the show. Hi, and welcome back to our last podcast episode of 2021. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Well, if you're looking for a happy moving update, unfortunately, I don't have one. Oh, no, that's not good. No. And I know the last time that we had talked a few days ago, I told you that we did get the house that I had mentioned on last week's episode. And we thought everything was great. We went there two days ago to sign the lease, had the deposit money in hand. And I think it was a scam. Oh, no, that's horrible. That's so sad, Kelly. I'm sorry. I mean, 20 2021 has been a pretty awful year, so it feels right for the end of this year, but I'm sorry. That's awful. It was really unfortunate, but I got to be honest, when they presented the lease in front of us and we had agreed on all terms except for one little stipulation, which was very, very, very scammy and could have cost us an entire year of rent. Oh my gosh. That was just a total deal breaker for both Max and me. Yeah. But when we had to walk away from this house that I thought we're moving into in a week, I just felt (laughs) an over overwhelming sense of gratitude, which is so interesting. Like I am usually the type of person to just completely freak out and stress out in those situations. And I just felt so grateful for not putting up an entire year's worth of rent to this house because that is how you have to do leases in Bali is you pay everything up front. So it is obviously a little bit more risky than paying monthly. Right. Um, and I just felt so grateful for not walking into what I still think is a big scam. So yeah. that was growth, I think. And that was one of the lessons that I really picked up in 2021. I think I've learned acceptance over the past few years of traveling and COVID. I think 2021 was just learning to be grateful despite hardships. What lessons or lesson have you really picked up in 2021 that you're going to carry into the future? I think I'm still working on a couple. (laughs) I think think (laughs) that's okay too. You know, 2021 has been a real year of personal growth for me. And I think I'm a work in progress on some of these things. You know, definitely, I would say some of the things I've been working on this year are like radical acceptance and just, you know, really trying to live in the moment and not over plan and catastrophize everything. I have a very anxious brain. And so I think for me, it's really easy to try to think of every worst case scenario that could happen and over plan before doing things. And I just realized that I was missing out on a lot of things that I really want to do and achieve and just participate in in life because I would not ask before I planned out every single worst case scenario. And just it's just not a way I want to live. And so I think that's what I'd like to carry into next year is living in the moment, taking life a little bit lighter and not so seriously all the time and trying to enjoy every day that I have. I love that because I cannot even count the amount of conversations that we've had where I tell you I'm going to do something and you're like, what if X, Y, or Z happens? And I'm like... (laughs) I don't don't know, but A, B, or C could happen. And that's what I'm hoping for. So I'm going to go for it. Yeah, you're so good. You and Brian are so good at 
that reminding me, like reframing things and, you know, just saying like, well, yeah, something bad could happen, but also something really good can happen. And just kind of like live in the moment. You don't need to like plan for every worst case scenario that can go ahead. And it's a lot lighter to live your life that way. And so I'm really trying to do that. So that's my goal for 2022 is to continue my work in that arena. I think that is fabulous. I think one of the biggest things that's helped me move forward in that arena is learning that when you're stressed out or anxious, it's your body's way of protecting yourself from death. And when I really think Jeez, about Kelly. it, okay, no, it, it's true that. though, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. But like, that's, the, it's just a lot to digest. I didn't realize we were really going here. But I'm just saying in these day-to-day scary situations, you're probably not going to die. Like that is not right. even in the realm of worst case scenarios. Right. Kind of realizing that for me, that that is my body's response right now is a survival instinct. And I'm not going to die no matter how scary this interview is or this presentation is or whatever risk I'm taking at that moment. It really helps me approach things in a different way. And that has been the single biggest breakthrough in facing my fears over the past few years for me. So hopefully that can help someone else. So kind of on this topic, I asked yesterday on our Instagram stories about New Year's resolutions. And about a quarter of our followers love them. And the other 75% or so absolutely hate them. I was super surprised by those answers. I mean, I know that New Year's resolutions have gotten to be a really toxic thing over time. So I, I definitely expected some people to have a negative connotation with them. But to see such an extreme, like overwhelming no, and a lot of people responded to that. And yes, we do have a small following. But thank you so much for everyone who's listening and following us on Instagram. We love you guys. <laughs> and if you're not already at We Thought You Asked on Instagram. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, I was honestly surprised. What did you think? Was that surprising to you? I thought that it would be a little bit closer to 50-50. I know a lot of people hate resolutions, but for me, big fan. What about you? <laughs> you know, I don't have strong feelings about them. I'm sure in the past I've done New Year's resolutions, but I've said it before I'll say it again, like time has no meaning to me. So maybe last year I did set them. I don't know. I don't remember. But this year I had no intention. But what I was kind of mentally doing this year is more of like a recap of just my personal growth over the last year and just the things I've been working on and kind of like how we just talked about with my anxiety, just trying to focus on some things, what I want to carry into the new year. So I don't know that that's like necessarily a resolution or even like a a goal. Maybe you could kind of say it's a goal, but I, I would say I was doing more New Year's reflecting than resoluting. I don't think, think resoluting is a word either, but <laughs> no, it's not. You do tend to make up a lot of words, but it's okay. We'll roll with it. I think everyone understands. And I think that's a great way to look at it. I really hate New Year's resolutions in the old traditional sense of I want to lose 15 pounds by summer. That's well, that's stupid. the worst run, right? That's like the biggest one and the worst one. And right. I mean, I listen to a ton of podcasts. Like I really do. I just love them so much. And you get 
repeat commercials on the podcast when you listen. And so many of them right now are for like weight loss apps and programs and things. And that makes me so upset and so sad because you don't need to do those things. Like those things are not good. And when people associate them with resolutions, like obviously you would not like resolutions because that's such a toxic way of looking at life in yourself. Totally. For me, resolutions are really focusing on what values do I want to align myself with in this coming year? What's more important to me? What do I want to focus on? And then it's starting fresh, beginning new routines to help you get closer to your goals. So that's what I think of when I think of New Year's resolutions. And it can be a theme. It can be specific things. My theme going into 2022 is intentional action. I really want to be intentional with the things that I do from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. And that doesn't mean that my entire day needs to be scheduled out. But if I'm just relaxing and scrolling through my phone, I'm intentionally doing that. I love that. I think that's great. I really, really like that. It's kind of like approaching life in a more mindful way. Exactly. Exactly. I think the past year especially has gone so far from my plans because of things outside of my control. And I really want to be more mindful and intentional with my actions going into the new year. I've already started some of this. Like for the past month or so, I've been doing morning pages, which is a kind of journaling practice from The Artist Way by Julia Cameron. Right. And it's just waking up every morning and writing three pages in a journal. And it's been such a great practice. So I don't think that you necessarily have to wait till January 1st to start your goals, to start new. It can be a Monday. It can be the first time you open open your eyes on a Thursday. You know, it doesn't necessarily need to be January 1st that you start doing these things, but I'm a big fan of just starting new habits at the start of something, even if it's a new day, a new year, whatever. If you absolutely hate the idea of January 1st, that's fine. Yeah. One of our followers on Instagram said that they do quarterly goals. And so they were getting ready to set new quarterly goals for themselves. And I actually really like that idea because I think it's so important to break down our bigger goals into smaller, like more actionable steps. And I'm not going to go into this like rant about like smart goals, like specific, measurable, achievable. But you know, like I think some of this stuff is just, it's a little too much, but I do think it's important, you know, when we have big goals, which we all have, you know, we want to achieve things and like see things happen for ourselves in our lives. Sometimes we forget all those little steps that it takes to get there. So I really liked her idea of setting these three month goals for herself. I totally agree. And I'm sure I will do that as well with my intentional action. So I do think that's something that needs to be revisited fairly frequently and probably even more frequently than every quarter. I like just writing down what I want to accomplish for the week at the start of the week. You know, it doesn't need to be this big thing. But if you have a bigger goal in mind, then you know what those little steps should be. You can break them down. If you want to work at this company, then start networking with these people. If you want to get healthier, then start cooking food instead of going out all the time or start walking after work. You know, there are measurable steps to reaching these big goals that we have. And it's so much easier to achieve things when we know what those are. And when we know what they are, we can work them into our lives a lot easier. 
You know, a lot of the things that you just gave examples of, I feel like are things we feel like we should do, like quote unquote should, you know? And Mm -hmm. one thing you said earlier that I really liked is that you want to live your life more aligned with your values. And I think that's so important, no matter what changes we're making in our lives, it's really important that there are things that we actually care about, right? Not like things we feel like we should do or like have to do. I think maybe that's like the biggest gift you could give yourself like at this year end going into next year is like just getting clear on what things you actually care about and what you're doing in your life nowadays that align or support those values and what additional, if any, things you want to add to your life that will support those values. Like we don't have to live a restrictive life in any sense of the word. Like we don't have to like take certain foods out of our diet. We don't have to like like, you know, not do things that we enjoy doing, we can add in things that support a life that means something to us and that really supports the things that we care about. And I think when we're doing that constantly, we're reevaluating and we're adding in the things that matter to us. We tend to live an emotionally and physically healthy life. Like it just happens. I totally agree with you. You know, that's a positive way to look at it rather than restricting things. But ultimately, when you are trying to get healthier. Let's just use that one because that is a lot of people's goals. When you start really caring about your health because that's important to you, not because that's what society says you should do, you just tend to start eating more nutritious food or you start walking more because you enjoy it. And that's when you stop doing things like scrolling on TikTok for two hours after work instead of walking your dog. And it just becomes kind of a habit change towards something that makes you feel better. You start doing it because that's what you want to do. And I think that's really where habits and rituals stick. Yeah, absolutely. Because then it doesn't become this thing where like, oh no, I missed doing X, Y, and Z. Like I didn't go for a walk today. I should have because I should care about this. Like it becomes right because I need to lose weight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It becomes a thing of, wow, like I, I'm glad I gave myself a break today because I'm pretty tired. Like, you know, I recognize like my body was pretty exhausted from walking so much yesterday, or maybe it's, you know, I feel mentally so much better. So maybe I am going to get out and go for a walk today, even though, you know, I kind of have an urge to just like collapse on the couch. Like you start listening to yourself a little bit more too. And I think so many of us want to, listen to our intuition, but we're not exactly sure how to do so. And I think when you start living your life that is aligned with your values, it is a road to getting familiar with your intuition and what you really want. Mm -hmm. And it helps you check yourself too. If you are trying to get healthier and you're feeling, oh, I'm just really tired today because I worked out yesterday. It kind of makes you check yourself. Am I tired because I'm not used to working out and I would just rather sit on the couch because that's easier? Or am I doing it because I genuinely need a rest? And those are okay. But I think that's really important to be intentional with 
what you're doing. And that's how you break through those new habits is really being conscious of what decisions am I making and why am I making them? Yeah. And I think like with any change, it's messy, right? Like when you're doing something for the first time or maybe the millionth time, but you're not skilled in it, it is messy and it's complicated. And maybe the answer is you don't necessarily know, right? You know, you feel tired, but you're not really sure if that's because your body is genuinely fatigued or just because you're used to kind of feeling tired at the end of the day and whatever. I think that's all part of the process too. Like making these changes, it's not just about the end result. It's about really changing the way you see things, changing the way you experience things, getting more, like you said, Kelly, being more aware and like acquainted with yourself and your body and and just you. Totally. And one of our followers on Instagram, she said that she likes to think of New Year's resolutions as goals. And she breaks them down into categories like personal goals, work goals, health goals, and family goals. And I love that because I think what we think New Year's resolutions, as we've said, they're very commonly either body oriented or they're work oriented. But when we think about our values as a whole, there's so much more that's important to us like family, like ourselves. And health doesn't have to be physical health. Maybe that's not something you want to focus on this year. And it's important to focus on mental health for you instead. Like that's all okay. And I think it's really good to really make sure that you're getting to your goals in all areas of your life, because ultimately that's how we're the happiest. That's how we progress. And it doesn't matter if you have an amazing job, if you're neglecting your family, but your family is really important to you. So I love looking at everything as kind of a whole system and what areas do you want to focus on? Do you want to focus on all of them? And then really checking in continually and just making sure that you're balancing it in a way that feels fulfilling to you. Yeah. And I think just give yourself credit too, right? Change is hard. It takes time. It takes effort. And like, it's never a linear like process either. And so it's, am I moving forward at all? Like, am I overall making movement from where I started? And if the answer is yes, then you're doing it right. Totally. And like along all of those lines, I think if you're just like so burned out from this year, from last year, from the accumulation of everything going on in these past few years, like it is totally fine to just be like, I survived all of this. I did my best. I'm getting up every day. I'm moving forward. And like, don't feel obligated to add on goal setting resolutions right now if it just feels like too much, because it's totally understandable if you're in a headspace right now where that just anything extra feels like too much. Totally. And I would just look at that as focusing on mental health for the time being. That totally is a goal. Surviving is a goal. If you don't want to call <laughs> Kelly's it a goal. really pushing. Kelly's really pushing the resolution goal settings. <laughs> no, I'm saying if you don't want to look at it that way, you absolutely do not have to. But I'm saying don't cut yourself short if you're surviving and you're really working to get to a better place mentally before you add something on your plate. That's important too. So give yourself some credit there. 100%. All right. So it is the holiday still, and we're going to keep this episode short. Thank you guys so much for being here with us as we started this podcast this year. Of all of the crap that's gone down with 2021, this podcast has been such a fun way for Kelly and I to connect on a regular basis, to stay in touch, to just talk about things that we have opinions about that no one else cares to listen to, but you guys do. And 
we love to talk about these things. So thank you for giving us a space to come and chat about silly and fun and interesting and important things and for connecting with us and supporting us. It truly means the world to us. We love you guys so much. Have a safe, happy and healthy new year and we will see you next week. Bye.